0: welcome back to another episode of the break the bank podcast this is your boy lurk as always joined by my guys x and Dion. we've been gone for a minute but we back nba playoffs is here damn near every series is tied to two well now miami just took the lead a couple minutes ago they up three two the golden state warriors are the only team in round two smoking their opponent Dion, I know you got a lot to say, so I want to start there because I don't want to spend the whole 60 minutes of the show talking about the Warriors. So let's start with, let's start with, as our boy Ant Wright likes to say, Na Morant and his fake knee injury that allegedly Jordan Poole gave him.
1: yeah um I'm gonna say it's real I believe it's real like I thought it was fake for a while then I saw him limping I, I I'll say it's real I don't think it's anything he can't not play on like I don't think it's anything where like maybe yesterday he couldn't suck it up but if if he felt like the Grizzlies had a chance I think he'd play tomorrow type shit I'll put it that way but um was 48 hours in between games, right? Twenty yeah, 48 hours in between games. You did an MRI uh Sunday morning, an evaluation Saturday night, an x-ray Saturday night. We didn't even know what the injury was until Tuesday afternoon. And the whole time in between Saturday night and Tuesday afternoon, and even into Tuesday evening, you bash a guy like Jordan Poole, the 28th overall pick. Yo, real guy. quick
0: just because you brought it up like because you broke down the timeline it doesn't make sense to me that he did an x-ray after he did an mri when the no no MRI... he, did the, he did
1: he did it flipped out he did the x-ray then the mri okay all right so that he did the x-ray saturday as part of his evaluation and then they did an mri sunday morning okay that makes and no sense. and taylor jenkins was pressed about the results in the mri and he uh he waffled like he refused to answer the question essentially um but you have a guy like you know like I'm not saying I feel worse for a guy like Jordan Poole or worse for a guy like GP because I mean being the 28th overall pick in the draft for JP isn't like it's not like he's GP where he was undrafted but when you're the 28th overall pick you were in the G League was 14 months ago 15 months ago um you came into the season you had a lot of hype behind you a lot of people like you're kind of at the point where like a lot of people are starting to turn on you and it's like they either love you or they hate you and you're you're getting to that point where like you're you kind of get that star treatment from fans um and then you have a whole organization call you dirty and try to say you injured somebody um i think it's i think it's one of the
0: do you think so, that they genuinely believe that, or they are nah. doing that out of pettiness because of how Golden they handled the Dylan Brooks situation? Correct. I think it was it's actually a dirty play.
1: I think it's completely different situations. One, I I what I firmly believe is they wanted Jordan Poole suspended for game three. I think that's why you found out the extent of John Moran's injury a, a day after game or my thought game four. That's why you found out the extent of the injury after game four, regardless of their reasoning. I think to bash somebody's character when it is completely unwarranted is a Bush League. I think everything Kerr, Clay Thompson, Draymond, and Steph have said about them is facts. Um... <laughs> It's facts, bro. Like all right, just- all right, all right, all right, I gotta, I'm sorry. I'll try to let you go, but you're talking with the with the warriors' brain.
2: Look, I think you're looking at it in a vacuum. I think it's all an extension of what happened with Dylan Brooks. I don't with, with Dylan Brooks not talking to the media, then Kerr, because you know nobody's betting at getting on a high horse than Kerr and Draymond, on them. They throwing shots. So of course it's like, yo, the Warriors said all types of shit about about Brooks. So now the tables are turned. And look, I just think the delay in and discuss the next time the injury day was probably swelling, right? You probably have to let the swelling, the inflammation go down for you to run a proper MRI. So I think that- They has ran the MRI to... Sunday morning. And they just revealing it now?
1: Yeah. Taylor Jenkins confirmed Monday that they already had the MRI. Mm. I,
2: don't, I just think it's all over. But look, <laughs> at the end of the day, if anything, I mean, the Draymond play was dirtier than what Poole did. And both of those are just, it's just basketball, man. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? It's, it's just basketball. So- Look, it's the playoffs. Nobody
1: really thinks that Jordan Poole was trying to injure Ja. I think they do. I think, look. Did you see Ja? Uh, did you see the way Ja looked at JP yesterday? Did you see that yeah, clip? Sure.
2: But then but then when you see the Grizzlies go out and defend Dylan Brooks, like, nah, that we want him to take those types, like, bro, they, they're, I give them credit. They're a team. They fight for each other. They have each other's back. And so what, what the dude from the YA said, if it's a lie, then we fight on that lie.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like just well, then can I can I, you know. I ask you something real quick, X? No, I don't mean to cut you off. Um, why? So okay, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give you two examples of this. So you have the Jordan Poole situation where Jaron Jackson Jr. said it wasn't dirty; that was a basketball play. And then you have the Draymond Green foul that Taylor Jenkins wanted reviewed for contact. I, I believe a couple other Grizzlies players did too. Jaron Jackson Jr. said, "Nah, I missed that. I got blocked." How come? You have a whole team that rides for each other. Then there's one guy that doesn't. And when the truth comes out, that one guy is the one that's correct. He was late to the party, bro. Like, (laughs) is he not in the group chat, bro? He
0: must have an Android. He must have.
2: Is he not in? Like. But, you know, Jaron Jackson strike, he he seemed like he a little slow
0: to me. You know, you know them 7 am saying. yo, for x the reason why I brought it up was because I was kind of having that same mood of thinking. But as y'all discussing that, I remembered that after, what was it, game one, Brandon Clark was talking shit about Draymond, Dream, um, Draymond Green in the press conference, talking about i I've been watching him violate other players like that since I was in high school. Yeah. Bro, like, look, ultimately, this is what I think it is. I think these team, two teams are really starting to hate each other, and I love it. I'm here for it. No, I'm here for the facts. real rivalries to come back. And look,
2: everybody, look, officiating is so bad that if you can play the, the court of public opinion, and if you think that there's even a 10, 15% chance that you could influence the, the referee's whistle in your next game by being all boisterous and crying foul and saying she just fucked up, then you do it, right? Because guess what? These refs, they they, first of all they suck. Well, second of all, they're human and they're susceptible and they're gullible. So if you go in the media and stirring up shit, yeah, they just why wasn't
0: human number one?
1: Well, because (laughs) Because first of
0: all they suck. Second of all, they're human.
1: Yeah, I just I don't really view it as that. I I view the Grizzlies um, as an extremely immature franchise. I don't really think they've been around the block enough to really understand what they're doing and I think if this team stays together which I doubt Luca is cold by the way um which I doubt they stay together long but let's say they stay together as long as the Warriors have stayed together and they have not the same level of success because that's not realistic but a fraction of the success the Warriors have had I think they're going to look back on their behavior in this series and regret a lot of it I really don't.
2: I don't think so man I do
1: I really yeah, do. All right, enough really... about this. Enough about Please.
0: this stuff. How do you feel about the series as a whole? I, we all picked that We all knew the Warriors were going to. I'm not even going to say we picked. Like, anybody that watches basketball knew that the Warriors were going to win this series. They're already up 3-1. talking. they're talking about Jaws out for the last they game. They said he's out for the postseason. Yeah, the, Which is which is the last game. But, like... Yeah, which how you that's how a- you know, but not for nothing. That's how you know that they don't believe in themselves and having a chance because a bone bruise is going to keep somebody out for the rest of the postseason.
1: But that's the immaturity of this franchise as a whole. That's just another, like, how are you out for the postseason? If they win the next three games without Jaw? I promise you he plays game one of the Western Conference Finals. There's no way. If they win the next two, he's not sitting out of game seven with a fucking bone bruise. They threw that shit in there. Because they want to double down on the fact that Jordan Poole did this to him, And it's serious. So I don't think it's that at all. I then tell them be... tell him to come out and tell them to come out. Tell them to come out and say they're wrong. The thing is, what we don't know is if the
2: doctor says yo, there's a if they say yo, the doctor's like, yo, there's a five to ten percent chance that he could
1: aggravate it or make it worse, then you don't take that chance. But over right? over over a month, a month and a half, that same percent's gonna happen. Over a month and a half? Well, I'm
2: I'm not a sports surgeon. You know and what I'm saying? And the, thing, you know and the you... thing is this. And remember, we're talking about Ja. Like, if there's one player who just launches himself as high as possible into a group of defenders, is Ja. Like, that's what he does. Like, And Bill Simmons says all the time, he's like, yo, I'm scared about the longevity of his career because eventually all that athleticism, if you keep throwing yourself in and taking punishment. Are you quoting Bill, Bill Simmons? Like, we
0: him, all ain't say that. Fuck Bill Simmons. We've all well, said that, too.
2: Fine. So, shout-out to Lurk for... for no, for shout-out to Break the Bank. Shout-out to Break... But, yeah, I mean, look, you, you kind of got to protect them against themselves. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, look... But for a month and a half? <laughs> but, and, and plus, Dion. if there's one team that believes in themselves, it's the fucking Grizzlies, especially because let's keep it funky. They should have won game four, right? Like, they fucked that up. Dylan Brooks... Single-handedly cost him that game. Yasha lost that. Curry and Should everybody
0: else. Listen. Probably. When the Bucs, listen, bro, X, I understand what you're saying, right? Especially about the protect him from himself stuff, right? But when Chris Middleton, who suffered a more severe injury than this fucking bone bruise, got hurt, the Bucks said he out for the remainder of the series. They say he out for, what, one to two weeks, something like that. Yeah. The Grizzlies said, ja out for the postseason. Yeah, that it's immature. Y'all know that y'all, y'all truly do not believe y'all have any chance in getting but, past But game. look, but here's the thing, though, right? If I break
2: my thumb and I'm out for six weeks, yes, that's an extreme injury. But as soon as I can play, I'm going to play because me going out there doesn't uh, – there's no chance that I could injure something else once my thumb heals up. Bro, you know, He has dealing a with ball, a lower ex- – so bro, you don't think
1: you don't think in a month and a half there's ever gonna be a time period where he like, has a bone <laughs> bruise. It's
0: not like he has a sprain. Yeah,
1: it's and, and you know how bruise. he got the fucking bone bruise is trying to fucking trip Clay with like a high a high knee, bro. But like this real, is what, but you, this
0: is what kills me, right? This is what kills me, is that everybody talking about that shit, but in that same game, Jordan Poole stripped the ball, went to get the loose ball and got tackled at the
1: knee. By Dylan Brooks, yeah.
0: And they called the foul on Jordan Poole.
1: And uh, Ja in the same game tried to trip Steph. Like blatantly tried to, st- he stuck his foot out, tried to trip Steph. That's like the third time he's done in this series. Look, it is what it is. Um, I just want to like say like my piece on the series. Uh, I think my comments on them being immature and not ready for the moment are basically how I feel about the series. Um. I look at game three specifically. There was a moment before Ja had his knee grabbed by Jordan Poole and got in, got in, got out, where Ja hit, like, three straight layups, right? And um, in, that, in that time period, you see Memphis getting hyped, blah, blah, blah. Draymond said this on his podcast. You look up at the scoreboard after, like, a couple-minute period of, like, Ja and, and the Grizzlies going crazy, and they're dancing and shit. You look up at the scoreboard, the Warriors are up 25. Like, it's like Draymond said, bro, this ain't the fucking Timberwolves. Like, that clown shit isn't going to work where you, like, think you can start and go and you can just turn the switch on. You have to be mature enough to play a basketball game for 48 minutes against this team. And I thought their best performance was the one without Ja. to be honest. So, that's eh, my take I
2: thought, I I think that was more Warriors than anything. Like, they played all right, but really... Y'all yeah, were playing an unterious brand of basketball for most of yesterday. Like just careless turnovers, mental mistakes, not getting back, not rotating, just shit that's not characteristic of the Warriors. But you flipped the switch, you had Curry, and you had the most dynamic playmaker on the floor. And the like, and that's Honestly, and I think the bigger conversation is really Jaron Jackson, like, bro. All the shit that I that I be telling Grizzlies fans in these in these Spotify green rooms is true. Like, bro, you don't have a number two, and you want to tell me about Jaron Jackson's defensive play of the year and all his historic numbers? You can't run your offense to Jaron Jackson Jr. And when you don't have Ja, if Tyus fucking Jones is your primary ball handler, you're not going to be good enough to win games like last night where they should have won. You know what I'm saying? And the games where Ja struggles. You don't have a secondary playmaker that's worth a shit. And that's what's keeping them from being true contenders. So this whole, Darren Jackson could be the second best player on the championship team. No, the fuck he can't. At best, the third. You know what I'm saying? But you can't run your offense storm. So I, I appreciate all the shit he does on defense. But in crunch time, when it's time to get a bucket, if it ain't John throwing himself into defenders and getting a foul call, then what the fuck is plan B? You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. that's the biggest question about the Grizz.
1: I also think this series has exposed Desmond Bain a ton. I mean, he's gonna... ah, he's hurt. He's hurt. He's hurt. nah, not no more. I
2: don't know. He he don't look like. I mean, granted, he didn't look,
1: look like himself in game two. I'll give you that.
2: I'll give him. I'm gonna cut him some bail, but I think even at full health, he's not that guy. He's a nice player. I would love to have Desmond
1: Bain. I'm not gonna cut him anything because of this very reason. I I trust. Um, the Warriors defense like in terms of like Kerr and Mike Brown coming up with who's going to guard who more than any other staff in the league I think they do an incredible job of finding a ways to make Steph hidden in in ways like the Mavs weren't able to do with Luka at points in this series and I know we'll get into that but um Steph's guarding Dylan Brooks the whole fucking game and then you have Clay and Poole taking turns on Tyus Jones. Oh, not Dylan Brooks. Steph's guarding Desmond bane the whole game, and you have uh, Poole and Clay taking turns on Tyus Jones and Dylan Brooks. And to me, he could score 30, and that speaks volumes to me about the level of respect that the Warriors have for him, and it's very little.
2: Look, I'll say this, and I'm not backtracking because ultimately I do still think the Warriors probably beat the Suns if they advance, but I don't feel as good about the Warriors as I did before, and really it's because I mean, granted, Draymond was never a willing shooter um, for all but maybe one or two years. So that's not, like, groundbreaking. But with Clay playing as poorly as he's played for most of the postseason, just it's
0: just,
2: it's just uh, it. I, I don't like it, man. He's forcing a bunch of bullshit shots, man. And then that puts a lot of pressure on Curry to be Curry. And it's like, look, he showed in the fourth quarter, he can still be Curry in spurts, but you can't expect Curry to be Curry for the for the vast majority of games um and so that puts a tremendous amount of pressure on pool and i think he's good he's a real deal but i you know do you feel comfortable that he can be that guy four or five games out of seven it's possible but it's just it's a little you're a little bit more vulnerable than i anticipated but i still think you beat the Suns. i just don't feel as great about it as i did before
1: i i think when you're discussing that series is like you were going down the list and it's like, whether it's Clay or Poole at a certain point, Devin Booker is going to have to guard somebody. Yeah. But Jordan Pool's <laughs> but but Poole's also going to have to guard Devin Booker. I don't hate Pool on defense.
2: Bro, stop, yeah, stop, Poole. stop, Poole. stop. Yeah, it's, book. It's, it's, book. It it's, book. No, it's book. it's Book. It, not it's even book. if it's Book, like, bro, Pool Poole been getting his ass bust. And that's I think, not true. Look, first of all, they mentioned uh, – Kevin O'Connor mentioned this podcast today. He said they only put Jordan Poole in pick and rolls nine times last game. Now, but I'm when mad. you – well, the thing is they don't they don't really have guys that can attack – that can seek out mismatches. Like, you, if you're going to give the ball to Ty Jones and say, yo, go one-on-one every time down the court, like that's not really smart basketball, right? So a team like the Suns, who have Chris Ball, who have Devin Booker, where they have more than one guy that could attack a mismatch, that that not that number's going to go a lot higher than nine when you play a team with more than one dynamic um, um, ball handler and scorer. And so. But they only got
1: two and Wiggins you gets to guard. Know one what? Of them.
0: You know what? We got a little bit ahead of ourselves. X, you're already talking like y'all lost this series, even though you're up right now in game five. Let's talk about the Mavericks versus the Suns.
1: Now, real quick, real quick, real quick. I just want to say like and we can look the numbers up. I know we will not. I promise you outside of a stretch in game two, where I, I will admit pool got cooked and there's a clip that's going to be viral for years, especially if he has a bunch of success. But the thing to remember with that moment and that clip is that he had five fucking fouls and he didn't want to get his six. And when pool doesn't get yo, his put foul, your I'm...
2: cape away, bro.
1: <laughs> no, he... I'm just saying. You i no, about when Josh like, shook him up? Real. Bro, it's real. Like, cause Jan Jackson Jr. stinks on defense too when he's in foul trouble. And you're talking about defensive player year and you love what he does on defense. It's a reality, bro. Like, is he a great defender? No. Is he a good defender? Not necessarily. Is he solid? Yes. Like he, this dude is not Ja Morant on defense. We'll
2: see. I mean, look, I mean ultimately it's about the opposition's ability to exploit your weakness you know what I'm saying and it's like last year Hawks Knicks the Knicks couldn't punish Trey Young so the Hawks won so look you're right it depends on the, the Grizzlies don't have enough um ball handlers to really go at pool um the question so, you know, is if the Suns do I believe they do they have three yeah but I mean they do, do really they have, want- do they do, they have to? Do, you, do you really want Wiggins guarding CP?
1: Oh, Wiggins is going to guard Book. The guy that's going to guard CP is going to be Draymond. I guarantee it.
2: You think they're going to put Draymond on? Yeah.
1: Uh, good luck. We did that all season.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if Phoenix actually seek that out just so they could get
1: Draymond off the paint though that's what the Warriors want because the way Draymond is used, he's not like some like people people think of Draymond's defense like just because of a narrative thing because you have to like everyone wants Draymond to be good because it's good for like the Steph Curry like isn't as good narrative but like um the way the Warriors use Draymond is to disrupt the offense if you can get the ball out of CP's hands early that disrupts the offense if you can get the ball out of Book's hands early by using Wiggins that disrupts the offense And now you have Mikel Bridges going one on one. You have fucking DeAndre Ayton going one on one, or like you have Jay Crowder like launching up a bad shot. Like they don't have that many ball. They don't have that many shot creators. They really don't. They got two, and one of them, one of them ain't been that good. Who's that? CP. 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 Yeah. I mean, you got, I mean, you got Reggie Bullock guarding you right now, bro. So. I promise you, Reggie Bullock, ain't walking through that door next series. (laughs) I promise you.
0: Neither is Luca.
1: That's fine. We got something better than Luca.
2: No, you don't. Stop. The fuck you do? Stop.
1: The fuck out of here. Come on, dude. Then tell Luca Luca to get through this
0: one. Yo, (laughs) yo. We'll find out. Tell
1: Luca to get through this one.
0: Yo, (laughs) why earlier on Spotify Live, there was a Kings fan... Complaining about the fact that they passed up on Luca, if I'm not mistaken. And then Max goes in the chat and says, To be fair, yeah, I already have Fox. All right, man. (laughs) I said, Yo, to be fair, I said, There is no to be fair for the Suns or the kings for passing up on Luca.
1: The only to be fair I listen to, (laughs) and I was talking to, I think I was talking to S and Nima about this the other day. The only to be fair I listen to is, I feel like more people were on the Aiden Bagley one-two thing than anyone wants to admit now. I feel like that was more general consensus than it no, is.
2: yeah. Well, more so Aiden for sure. Because Aiden the thing for is, sure. Aiden was shooting threes in college, bro. And so there was like he, Bagley he, too, but but even with Bagley, it was like there was a question about what's he going to play on defense. With yeah. Aiden, they're like, yo, this motherfucker is going to guard the rim. He can post down low and this nigga shooting threes like bro. Yeah, but he always had number this, the number
0: one the, the knock on him what was it wasn't it like his motor and his focus like he be he just like just has lapses on the court.
2: Yeah, but it's just the prototype. He no, was but, but the, if I, yeah,
0: if I'm not mistaken, it was always it was pretty much Aiton or Luca for a while, and then it was just Aiton was gonna be number one. And then Bagley, there was questions about his ceiling and his defense and
2: and in fairness, Look, Luca at that time, Luca was chunky. You know what I'm saying? Like
0: so he's they're at looking at him time, like at that time.
2: No, and he I mean he no, but he was chunkier than he is. Like he was a little porker, you know what I'm saying? And you're looking at it it's like, all right, he's not an athlete is he going to be able to create the separation against NBA caliber athletes when he's not really that fast? He's a little chunky. Like, so I understand the doubts about it. I didn't, I didn't look, I'd be lying to you. If I said that Luca would be this, no one knew Luca would be this, you know what I'm saying? Cause people underestimated just how strong he was and his decision-making, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I understand why a team would, would doubt it. You know what I'm saying? But Aiden, Bro, Aiton looked like the real fucking deal in college. So I'm not going to shit on the Suns. Now, do I think the Kings are idiots? Absolutely. Because Marvin Bagley, he's a he's a four and a half. He doesn't shoot well enough to be a four, but he's not big enough to play defense on five. So he's a tweener. And it's like, th- those are exactly the type of big men that have been phased out. The Tristan Thompsons of the world and that ilk of players. It's like, why do you take a play of that of that prototype that high? You know what I'm saying? But I, I, don't, I, I wouldn't shit on the Suns.
1: No, I mean, like, uh, uh, this is all I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying what I would have done or, uh, like, what any of us would have done. I'm saying, like, the general consensus was very more so, like, Aiden Bagley 1-2 than it was Aiden Luca 1-2 or Luca Aiden 1-2 in whatever order you want to come up with. And I I think the Kings take a lot of fucking shit for taking Bagley when you could put nine out of ten people in that front office and your favorite GM... Your favorite uh president, your favorite but to forget coach, they had his exactly,
2: yeah. But remember, they had his coach. That's the Suns.
1: That's the Suns. Oh, oh, okay.
2: I thought it was yeah, I
1: the Suns had, the the had his head coach. The Suns head coach, uh coached him in Europe, wanted them to take him. They took Aiden and then fired that guy midway through the season. Yeah, Igor Kokosco. And then in let's double up too, like. The Atlanta Hawks get all this fucking credit. They fucking traded Luca. Yeah, nah, they ain't
0: fired him, bro. Remember he left to go coach the Hornets, and then no, he got no, fired. No,
1: no, 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 no. they no, no. fired his ass. No, nah, they fired his ass. He hasn't coached in the NBA since. I think he's an assistant coach. Actually, on the Mavs now. Uh, maybe I think we might, maybe I think okay. he's actually an assistant coach on the Mavs now. Yeah. But no, this I'm bugging, the Hawks. No, I'm
0: bugging. I'm bugging. No, I'm bugging. Yeah, I just cook.
1: The Hawks trading uh Luca, and then the Grizzlies, everybody's like favorite franchise, was adamant they were taking Jaren at junior no matter what, or J- Jaren at four no matter what. So it's like, say what you want about the Kings, say what you want, uh, you know. I could
0: have sworn I remember Jaren Jackson Jr. at four being a shocker. Not no what? no. no.
1: The, it was,
2: even if it was, it was him the, and mamba it was do you like jaren jackson do you like mamba that was pretty much
1: the debate at four five was yeah. mamba or 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 what's, what's his name the grizzlies were not going to take Luca over jaren so it's like i get it the kings are the easy franchise to like poke fun at and blah blah blah. and they should have taken Luca. i think the Suns should have taken Luca too but that's fucking hindsight at the end of the day i don't think any of us would have made too much different of a decision I just thought it was hilarious that the man said, to be fair, they have Fox. Yeah, I mean, Fox stinks. Oh, we got way off
0: topic. We're supposed to be focusing on the Suns-Mavericks series, the team that passed on Luka against the team that actually has him. Who you got winning this series? Do you still have the Suns winning this series, Dion? X already admitted defeat. He was talking about the Mavericks in the next round. I mean, the Suns in the next round, so it's obvious he doesn't expect the Mavericks to win the series.
2: I mean, they're the, look, the Suns are the better team. Like, it doesn't... You know, I'm just being real. They are the better team. Now, shout out to kid for making adjustments to keep us competitive. But um, they're the better team. They just are. And if CP3 is cooking... But there's nothing we can do to stop it. You know what I'm saying? So we got lucky that he committed some stupid-ass fouls and he was out the game. Um, but that game was closer than it should have been. Now, we won, and I'm happy. The fan side of me is happy. But I also understand that we're walking a fucking tightrope. So I'm not saying, like, yo, we're better than the Suns, Mavericks and six. Like, no, that would be foolish of me to say that. You know what I'm saying? They've already exceeded my expectations. I thought the Mavericks were going to lose in six to the Suns. So the fact that it's well, they guaranteed do. to go game six, hey, and that's what,
1: but so they haven't exceeded anything. They've met.
2: They've met my expectations. Anything past this is just icing on the cake. If we force it... Like, tonight, I feel like it's house money. If the Suns win, I don't feel any differently. I would pray that we would take care of business at home in Game 6. And then in Game 7, well, anything could fucking happen. It's a one-game sample size, and we would have a punch's chance. But, of course, we'd be underdogs. But, um, but yeah, I, I see... And I'm, I'm seeing, you know, I got my A to the streets from Mavs and they're like, yo, you know, we should bring this team back with just a minor tweak or two. And it's like, see, that's the mistake the Blazers made when they made that Western Conference Finals run. They thought they were a small piece or two away from contention and they locked in a roster that wasn't good enough. And I fear part of me, of course, wants to go as far as possible. But I also hope, also hope Cuban has the foresight to understand, like, this is not a championship contending roster. Um. And hopefully he would make look to make some major upgrades.
1: You're saying like if they were to lose round two, you think it increases that likelihood basically? No, I think if,
2: if they advance to the Western Conference Finals, mm-hmm. then they're gonna they're not gonna look to to move Brunson, for example. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. see. So point. honestly, part of me was not that I was hoping we got swept, but I'm like the silver lining if the Suns would have got us to fuck up out of there easily would have been like, okay, look, you motherfuckers got your round one win. Great. Hopefully now you see that we're not a contending title team. And so you shouldn't be complacent and think that this roster is good enough and we can just bring in some play on the MLE and that's going to be the difference. Like, no, we still need a complete roster overhaul. Um, But now, you know, fans are riding that high. The team is riding that high and you know, they may, may get complacent, so I just hope that don't yeah, happen. Yeah,
0: everybody's always talking about um Jalen Brunson and if he's gonna be there next year, and and rightfully so, he's gonna be a free agent. But you think Tim Hardaway Jr. is gonna be there next year, or he's getting traded this offseason?
2: season? But that that's the thing they would love to trade Tim Hardaway Jr. Who's taking on that contract though? I would not want to take on that contract. You know what I'm saying. What I mean, you're not getting. Sell, you
0: could always sell low just to get rid of the contract. Cool.
1: Cool. What about Williams for Hardaway and one of the other shitty contracts? I would do it in heartbeat, but the, the Warriors wouldn't. No, I don't dis- I I disagree with that one. Oh, to to keep. To keep from paying him his extension, yeah, to keep from paying Wiggins, uh, uh barring like the Rudy Gobert thing, I, I don't think that's that far fetched. And I would, and I would the Warriors are Reed. so close to trading Wiggins to the Mavs already, I don't think that one's that far fetched.
2: I would give you Josh Green and Tim Hardaway Jr. in
1: a fucking heartbeat. Okay, I'm not talking about money. Josh Green. I'm talking, I'm talking. I'm talking <laughs> you got, I'm talking you about, like me. Dwight Powell or something. Nah, I'm talking about like Hardaway and like one of like uh, the two you got from Washington, like Bertans and uh, Bertans. Yeah, look, yeah, if
2: you wanted Bertans and Tim Hardaway Jr. bro, I'd personally drive them to the airport to <laughs> get them to Golden State. But that's a lot of long term money.
1: You know what I'm saying? I think you guys would be adding more to it. I'm just saying, like, I do think there's avenues to, like, trade uh, Tim Hardaway for, like, a, um, a lesser bad salary. Because I don't think Wiggins is a bad salary, but you know what I'm trying to say. I feel you. No, I would, I would love – look,
2: me personally, this is going to sound stupid. Outside of Luca and Dorian Finney-Smith and Maxi Kleber, I would
1: trade anybody else on the roster. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, if the Warriors could get their hands on Cleaver, you know I would fuck with that. I fuck with well, <laughs> that. And that's and that's the thing. Like,
2: Mavericks fans hate Cleaver because I get it. He's been in a shooting slump this season, and he's he's a little injury prone. But when that motherfucker is healthy, he's he's a difference maker that every playoff team wants at the trade deadline he's the type of player that teams move most two first round picks for because of his versatility on defense his ability to you know you can play five out with him at the five and he's bro he's holding up admirably against Aiden. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and he can stretch the floor like bro those type of players are extremely valuable he just can't stay on the court that's the problem and he's
1: one of those players bro like in this league, you have to be willing to take risks. And if you're not, you're never going to win. And he's one of those guys you take a risk on. And if it doesn't work, then you fucking figure it out. But like, if Cleaver can stay healthy for a season, he's extremely fucking valuable. Extremely. Yeah, he's a really good, <laughs> player. Really good role I, player. Anyway. I low key think the Mavs are going to win this series, but I don't know. I do think the Suns are the better team, but not by that
0: much. What makes you feel like the Mavs are going to win this series?
1: Well, I mean, it's a few things X said. One, the idea of getting to a game seven, I'm always going to take the best player on the floor. That's not even close. It's Luka Doncic. Like, it's not even fucking close. Um, Two, Jason Kidd made adjustments. Monty Williams stinks, man. Like, that's not a good coach. Uh, I know he just won coach of the year. His team went to the finals. They're, you know... Probably getting ready to go to the Western Conference Finals, I guess you could say, um, in many people's eyes. And then if they make it there, I mean, you guys think they'd be the favorites over the Warriors? Probably. Or it'd be, like, even. I think, yeah. I think it'd be pretty even. I still have... I, the Warriors are still my favorite.
2: Who would have home court? They would. Oh, the we're, Suns?
1: The, we're the title favorites at the moment. That's the only reason I asked the question.
2: They'd probably be, like,
1: minus, minus 120. Yeah, minus
2: 115. Yeah. Y'all would be, like, plus 105 or something it'd be really
1: close but either way like he's coaching a very successful team but like when i watch them play it's like what they come out the gates doing they do for all four quarters um when i watch the Mass play jason kidd makes in-game adjustments he makes uh in series adjustments Monty doesn't really do that that's why they fucking won two against the bucks and got smoked for the next four um I don't know. I don't really trust Monty Williams. CP3. Well, tell me if you disagree
2: with this. I, somehow, I feel worse. I, other than maybe the Mavericks, because they, they, they over exceeded expectations by even having a tie 2-2. I somehow feel worse about every other team that's currently in the playoffs. I feel worse about the Heat. I feel worse about the Sixers. I feel worse about the Celtics. Worse about the Bucks. well, without Middleton. Worse about the Suns. Worse about the Warriors. And obviously worse about the Grizzlies. Like, there hasn't been a team this playoffs that I'm like, you know what? They're separating themselves from the pack as the team to beat. Really, it's a fucking coin flip. And even yeah. within series, you see the the Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde, like, just seeing how bad the Celtics looks and how good they looked in the heat, the same thing, like every team, you're seeing the peaks and valleys of each team from game to game, which makes it exciting. But as somebody like me, who's trying to evaluate the league and be like, all right, well, who was the, who are the contenders? Who are like the favorites? It's hard for me to pinpoint exactly who those teams are. You feel what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I think, um, I think to the Warriors and Bucks point, um, the healthier they get, the more time. Like, you want to beat the Warriors and Bucks right now. If you let them get into late May and June, they're going to be 10 times harder to beat than they were in April or early May because they're going to get that chemistry. The Bucks, in their situation, they're going to get Middleton back. Like, those are two teams that are probably like 70 to 80% of what they could be. Maybe the Bucks might even be lower than that. You got to get them right now. And if you don't, then I think.
2: Uh... Yeah, because the Bucks really can't, they can't go with Giannis at the five because they don't have a capable wing to put out there. Like, you know, you don't want to put fucking Grayson Allen out there. You don't want to put George Hill out there. So it's kind of like they're boxing to playing Brook Lopez and that kind of, you know, it makes them easier to defend and to attack. But once yeah. they get Middleton back, I mean, all bets are off. They're rolling with Giannis at the five and good luck fucking stopping them. So with, to your point, I agree with that about the Bucks. With the Warriors, I'm not quite there yet. I do feel oh, no. like there's room for growth, but not as high as the the room that the Bucks have to really hit that next game and really just fucking you know run through the rest of the playoffs.
1: I definitely think the Bucks are more a show of themselves, but I think when you watch the Warriors play, it's very clear. Like one, like Pool, Steph, Clay, Draymond have played sub fifteen games together, and that might that number might be extremely high. Like it it might be sub ten. How many games have they played in the postseason? Five, um, nine. And then they played, it yeah, takes, it's sub, yeah, it's sub-15. It's sub-15 for sure. And nine of those are coming in the playoffs. And you, you're seeing the learning curve. You're seeing the frustration. They go five minutes where you're like, what the fuck is this offense doing? And then they go another 10 where it's like, holy shit, this is the best team in the world. And I think it's going to balance out at a certain point hopefully for their case like it might not bounce out till next year you don't know how long it's going to take to build that chemistry but when you run an offense as complex as the Warriors that involves so much cutting movement um screens the ability to make a pass and just trust the guy to actually get there versus that knowing if he's going to be there or not there's an extremely big learning curve and they're like best five players like I said I've played sub 15 games together then you throw Otto in there and it's even less than that so, I mean, I, I think also like Steph is rounding into shape too after having a month off before the playoffs. And do I think they have another gear the way the Bucks have another gear? No, because everybody's healthy. But they these other teams are much, 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 much closer to what they are than the Warriors. Well, let me ask you this. Who, what's the third guard
2: that you trust on the Warriors? offensively or just in general? In, in general, like, you know, because here's the thing, in in Curry minutes, in, in mm-hmm. minutes where Curry's on the bench, I did, of course, you have people out there. Yeah. But who's a two? Who's playing
1: the two next to him? Well, I, trust really like, I really like... Clay's, love- because Clay's a three right now. He's not well, a two. But I love... I mean, it's positionless at the end of the day. Like, uh, I mean, GP getting hurt definitely does mess with that because I probably would have said GP, but I'm not going to say, like, a guard but i will say like the pool auto wiggins minutes are plus like a million it's crazy like those three are playing really fucking good together and just really good in general so I, the thing with the warriors man like it's not one guy it's who is it today
2: yeah so let me and look i want your, your, your answer too if you had to pick a champion right now who
1: you picking?
0: Warriors.
1: Yeah, I think I'm taking the Warriors too. That's just because I don't know Middleton. I just don't know what's going on with him. I'm I'm gonna pick the Bucks, and it's because I feel like if Middleton comes back,
2: I don't I don't think anybody has anything for the Bucks, bro. I just don't.
1: I, yeah, I don't want to pick them because it's like you said, it's a, it's an if. And the Warriors, like I know,
2: because what what was he expected to miss two weeks initially from the time he got hurt?
1: I think it was 4-6. To, right? like to 6 <laughs> Yeah, I think no. it was
2: 46. Really? Look that up, like because you know I'm better at the internet. I think because, it was 46. Because that's pretty... I mean, literally, I think the change in yeah, the, the balance. Can we
0: move on? Can we move on now to the to the Buck Celtic series? Hey, X. Uh I agree with you for the most part. Uh I do feel worse about most most of the teams than I did coming into the playoffs. But uh the Celtics are doing better than I expected. You were higher on the Celtics come, coming into the playoffs than I was, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I,
2: I was the only one that had the courage to pick them against the Nets, and I told, them what, <laughs> I told y'all it wouldn't be.
1: Yeah, close but so I, I, I really, I
0: really didn't think that this Celtics team would fare,
1: um, fare well against the Bucks,
0: even Can I comment Middleton?
1: on on his after you're done? Can I comment on his Celtics like limb that he thinks he went on? Bro, after yeah, after a game,
2: can. after a game in which the Celtics lost, I told you that some that made me feel more confident about my pick about
1: the Celtics But we'll continue. I get it. They never lost a game to the Nets though.
2: Oh, yeah, uh, whatever game, whatever game was close, <laughs>
1: whatever the situation
2: was, y'all came in here like, yo, the Nets, they're gonna get them the fuck up out of here. And when and I say I am. feel better about the Celtics, y'all, y'all laughed. It was an uncomfortable thirty seconds where y'all. Laugh hysterically, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, but go ahead, Dion Cook, because I you know I'm ready for the counterpunch.
1: No, it's nothing against you. I was wrong, and I was more wrong than I thought until this series against the Bucks started. Um, I was wrong about the Nets, bro. Like they fucking stink. Like they are every bit of a seven seed. Like it's you know not it even. Is. They it's did. not even like, yo, the Celtics the Celtics are better than we thought they were. No, the Nets are far fucking worse than we thought they were.
2: To cut you and lurk some slack. the net last season, right? The talk about the Nets was yo, they they can't play enough defense. And then when the playoffs came, it's like they hit a switch and they were guarding their fucking asses off. So I think a lot of people assume like, all right, they were lack of days to go through the regular season, but come playoff times, they're gonna flip that switch and, and they're gonna actually put the effort into actually defend. And I think that was the switch that didn't hit, and they could just never get a fucking stop when it mattered. I think that was the.
0: difference. I mean, it, um, we we could talk all day about the different reasons of why they got their ass whooped in the first round, but we here to talk about the second round. Let's talk. Let's focus on the Celtics part because. They're the team that's actually still in the playoffs against the Bucks.
2: Uh,
0: I don't think they're that good.
2: Bro, none of these series, I'm sorry, but it's like, I'm, it's hard for me to muster up the strength to talk about these series because it's like, bro, all of these teams are so flawed that on any given night, they could lay a fucking egg. You know what I'm saying? And it wouldn't surprise me. Like, today, I had Sixers' money line. Am I shocked that they laid a fucking egg? Ultimately, no, I'm not, because the Sixers have already proven to us that's who they are. If tomorrow the Bucs blow the Celtics out by 30, would any of us be surprised? No. If the Celtics blow the Bucs out by 30, would any of us be surprised? No. No. That's what happens when you have flawed teams playing each other. It's just a series of one-game sample sizes, and literally anything can happen. Because I don't think any team is talented enough to really just, you know what I'm saying, like
1: impose their will on the other team, so to speak. I mean, I think, I think the Celtics stink, but that's just me. I, I don't think – when that series with the Nets ended, I did a complete 360, I know like this one talk about, but I did a complete 360, and I was like, oh, like, the Celtics are legit. And then the Bucs series started, and it's 2-2, a fucking dogfight with a team missing their second-best player. The only other guy that can dribble the fucking basketball on the team, to be honest. Like, they should have swept them, too.
2: Yeah, but Giannis, though. Giannis is a great equalizer. It's the same thing with the fucking Mavs and Suns. Like, when you have the best player, he can be the in the playoffs. He can be the great equalizer. You know Wait, what I'm saying? So you just
0: say the Bucks only have one player that can dribble the basketball? Yeah, I don't think You really hate that. Drew Holiday. I don't but think he's that good.
2: He shouldn't. He He's in over his head as a second go-to guy. He should be the third. That's what he's best for, suited for. You're right. And you can see that he's good. He can do it, but to rely on that game in and game out, that's why you're going to see, you know, the fluctuations from game to game. Cause I don't think he's capable of bringing that type of energy and effort and executing at that level every game. But who I'm saying is just like, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. You know, all I know is that the, the Grizzlies are the fuck up out of here. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, bro, I, honestly, you could tell me anything about any series, and I'd believe it. And I would, I can make an argument for both sides. That's why I want to come here and stand on my soapbox and make bold proclamations. But these okay, fucking
0: teams, so stink, bro. Go. All right. So right now, if you had yeah. To wait. Make- hold on.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me question what he just said. So, so- he, he he doesn't want to make bold proclamations, but the Grizzlies are the fuck up out of here, and everyone else hasn't really separated themselves. This feels like <laughs> 2015, 2016. Like, what do the Warriors have to do? Because, like, no one has separated themselves, but the Grizzlies are the fuck up out of here. So, like, what do the Warriors have to do? Like, is, what happened here? Bro, you got back. All right, let's keep.
2: Look, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So, Max shows in my head a little bit because I don't. Right. He, we said it wouldn't be a close series between the Warriors and the Grizzlies. They're but really I'd be, cavern. but I'd be, no, I'd be lying if I said that. You were scared all four of those fucking games. Game you three worked. was
1: a blowout. All right, now game three. Game one, game two, game four. But game one, so here's the thing about game one. Like, And I don't want to take anything away from the Grizzlies and their performances in the first two games, but like, Draymond didn't play, and we won without Draymond. On the road, on the road, in Memphis, big, bad Memphis, the FedEx Forum, grid and Grind, all that bullshit. Gritty, Team Morant, all that bullshit. No Draymond. We won. Yeah, they ain't twelve, and then y'all lost. And then we lost. Now we lost a game. That was extremely emotional, and and I think John, <laughs> Mar- I think John Morant had the coolest of heads, and that's on the Warriors. They have to be better than that. But they won. And it, here's my opinion on it. Like I think the series really should be three one. He did. He I think the thirty
0: one shot. He took thirty one
1: shots to get there. But, but he, he could. Really could no, play. he went crazy. He was an bro. He had, 31 shots. He had 18 in the fourth. You can't take nothing. No, nah, like he went nuts. He, he went nuts. nuts, bro. Like you and at a certain point in every series, a superstar is going to win you a game. And I think there's two games in this series. I think game one should have been ours. Game two probably should have been ours. Game four probably should have been theirs. But the difference was game two, they had ja game four, we had stuff. And your superstar is gonna win you one game every series. It's how you get the other three. So now how do they get another three? They won't, but what I'm saying is is like <laughs> <laughs> like like we already got two of our other three. But like what I'm saying is is like it doesn't matter how you get there for a second straight series, the Warriors are A, the only team that's won a won a road game in both series they've played in, B, the only team that's won every single home game in both series that they've played in. And C, they're probably getting ready to get the Grizzlies up out of here in five. I don't think any of these other teams. I mean, they're all at least going six in the second round. And I want to keep it a buck. I'll keep it a buck. It's the
2: reason I'm not here, you know, pushing the Warriors up is because I never believe in the Grizzlies from the get go. (laughs) Remember, I picked them to lose to the Timberwolves. They should have lost to the Timberwolves. Right. If the Timberwolves weren't complete fucking imbeciles, the Grizzlies would have lost. So it's hard for me. Like, well, you know, yeah, they beat the big, bad Grizzlies. Now, I never thought the Grizzlies were a big, bad team. So it's kind of like, yes, you're right. You're gonna win in five, but it wasn't like you put your fucking foot on their neck. You know what I'm saying? And you I get that. I haven't seen them be dominated the way the Timberwolves dominated them in stretches. You know what, what I'm happened saying? To
1: game, dog game three, we scored 142 points. Oh yeah, no right. Game
0: three. <laughs> uh, listen. Forget about that. X. If...
1: What
0: up? Who do you have winning this series? The Bucks or the Celtics? And why? The honest Bucks. Yeah, me too. I just okay. trust him more.
2: He's he's inevitable, like Thanos. Like, if he wants to get to the fucking rim, this, there's really nothing you can do And bro, The Celtics got saved by 47-year-old Al Horford yesterday, which I haven't seen him play like that in 20 years. Um, But if you're not getting that type of Horford performance, bro, you're going to get spooky for that team. Because offensively, we always said it. They just rely too much on iso ball. Um, But that defense is good. But I right, am picking the Bucks.
1: Yeah, I'm picking the Bucs, too. I'm setting it up. I want to help. I want to help clutch out. So I think this is how it'll go. It'll go. Nuggets without their best two players. Uh, the Grizzlies now have their built-in excuse. I think the Mavs beat the Suns. <laughs> I think the Mavs beat the Suns. So you can be like, oh, you didn't even have to play the Suns. And then you get the finals against the Bucs. And everyone can be like, well, Middleton missed the first three rounds. <laughs> so I'm I'm going to help clutch out and say I think the Bucs make it all the way. And then we got the, then we got
0: the, I got the books and then we got the, the heat in the sixes. The Sixers are toast. In my opinion, it's over. Well, I don't even, they, care they, might win, they might win. They might win. They might win the next one at home. There's a chance they win the next one at home. Cause Embiid is not trying to go out like no sucker. Like James Harden is used to doing, but who you got? I hate, I hate both of those teams. I just hate watching them. Honestly,
2: like, I bet on the game just to feel something when I'm watching that game. It's just they both stink. And the Bucs or the Celtics is getting either team to fuck up out of
1: here. So I uh, see if Middleton doesn't play, I could see the Sixers sneaking one. I think that He got a better chance than the than the Sixers. I don't because I think the only way you can stop Embiid is by having I mean the only way you can stop Giannis is by having Embiid. I think those two are the only way you can they can you can stop each other. Like
2: I've I've Most seen sure. Bam I've seen Bam try to guard Giannis. It's a pitbull mauling a chihuahua. <laughs> That's not gonna be good for Miami.
1: Yeah, I, I think those two are basically gonna be like it's gonna be two immovable objects going after each other. So it's gonna come down to the others. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think Drew stinks. So give me Harden and Maxi over him. James Harden is good at the moment, and
0: but he's just he's wild.
1: Let's but maxi's better than Drew, at least offensively. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah, but defensively.
1: No, think... I'm I'm just talking about like who's gonna help their well score. I like wouldn't even run. say offensively,
0: I'd say as a scorer, yes. Yeah, offensively. Sure. yes. offensively. yes, yes. Uh,
1: so I think there's the more that will... goes into playing the guard than just putting the ball in the basket. If Embiid and Giannis neutralize each other, I trust Maxi to step up more than I trust you.
2: But the thing is, like, I can't even say they neutralize each other. Look at, how, look at how – look at how – like, today, bro, look at how they completely took him beat out the game just by fronting him. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no, there's no way to do that to Giannis. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to front Giannis to keep him from getting the ball. Like, they're going to just throw it up, and he's going to throw you through the hoop. So – that's
1: what I don't I know, I, know if he's throwing NB through no hoop, bro. I don't know, bro. I mean, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I, that's the matchup I hope we get. I don't think we will. I, I do think the Sixers are toast, but I think Bucks, uh, Sixers would be a fun one. All
0: right. So, Dion, what you're saying is that it's going to be the Bucks versus the Heat, and the Bucks are going to the finals with or without Middleton. Yeah.
2: Bucks are in five over the
0: Heat. Um, with or without Middleton, you feel like that?
2: Even without, but I
1: just don't trust the heat at all, bro. I don't know about five, but I definitely think the Bucks win that series. So, all
0: right. And then on the west, we got is a consensus, consensus Phoenix against Golden State.
1: I kind of like the math, but I, I will oh, agree. yeah, you
0: were you, you, you did
1: say that you did say that earlier. Now, yeah. I will agree so with the Suns for the purpose of this, uh, I'll agree with the Suns for the purpose of this, like nah if if no nah, because it's no fun because they like, get the warriors get the Mavs, that's four games i'd rather like the
2: fuck deon shut the fuck <laughs> up all right see you poked the bed you poked the bed i was trying i was trying to be humble i was trying to let you get your little warriors propaganda off but fuck out of here y'all don't stand a chance in hell of guarding us not a no. chance bro if we beat the suns we're going to the fucking finals honestly <laughs> And I'm booking, I'm booking a flight to Dallas, and I'm going to a finals game because we're gonna beat the fucking bum ass Warriors. Right.
1: I hope we're so. Beat man. To... I hope so because like Reggie Bullock deserves better than getting cooked by Jordan Poole for four. years.
0: so so hypothetically speaking, <laughs> hypothetically speaking, if the Mavericks end up in the finals and you fly out to Dallas, are you gonna get some coke dusted chicken minis? No, he
2: ain't bro. gotta worry about that. <laughs> don't threaten me, me with a good time, that. absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if my team make a finals run, bro. I'm with whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what if they make like five, and then they're going for their six? Like, do you just like you gonna kick it out the crib? Like, what you think you would do,
2: hey,
1: bro? I, I gotta, <laughs> bro. I gotta be in person. If we in the finals, bro. Yeah. I, whatever. I I work
2: remote, bro. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I, I'm. I'm in Dallas. I'm with whatever. You know what I'm saying? But ain't got to worry no. about that one. And here's, no. and here's the thing, right? Because some, someone's going to listen to this. The haters, right? The people that would <laughs> love for X to be wrong. They're going to be like, wait, but why would you pick the Suns, the Warriors over the Suns, but you don't think the Mavs can beat the Suns, but that they would beat the Warriors? And it's like, well, for, your simple, for you simpletons out there, I think the playoffs is about matchups. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like we match up well with the Suns because of Aiton. Because when we go small, five out, Aiden, in theory, should be able to punish us. That's not going to happen with the Warriors. And so if Draymond's going to be on the perimeter... You think he can play small with us? Oh, absolutely. Uh Because here's the thing. The one thing that we do is we rotate our fucking ass off. So Uh don't don't wide open shots that these other slow-ass teams or stupid-ass teams that don't know how to rotate on the string give up to y'all. Like, that's not happening with Dallas. We're going to cut that off. And then it's like, all right, you're going to attack Luca. Who are you going to attack Luca with? Wiggins? I... Bro, there's. We'll find. We'll find ways to, to make it so that fucking Luca isn't getting. But forget Luca. We could attack any of them. Dinwiddie stinks. Bullock stinks. You're not. You're not. You're not attacking Dinwiddie. But stop it. No two six is not guarding pool. No Bullock is, or Dor- or Dodo or Kleber. Like what are you talking stop about? It. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I fuck with Cleaver. He's not staying in front of pool, bro. Like, but that's the thing, bro. Let's grow up. Let's grow we
2: up. Def- we defend more than anyone else in the playoffs. We defend as a team. And here's the thing. We're going to, what we're going to do we're going to double, and we're going to force the ball out of pool in Curry's hands so it gets the dream on, and he's going to hold the ball at the top of the key and then try to throw a 100-mile power fastball to
1: somebody, and that's going to give us enough time to rotate over to your shooters. And you know, know what, what happens just, when you double them stupid-ass uncontested shots you claimed we weren't going to get are going to happen? No. So, no. like, you can't have it both ways, bro. Are you going to double, or are you going to play man? Bro, double?
2: you getting those shots off against the Grizzlies because John Morant don't know what the fuck to do in a pick-and-roll. Yeah, he stinks. But we're much smarter defensively bro like bro you've seen us rotate like that's that's what that's why kid is being lauded is because of how we move on a string on defense you know what i'm saying and look at look at look at how even the dynasty level warriors the reason y'all struggled against teams like houston was because they switched everything struggled strong word bro what i'm saying is you struggled (laughs) to run your traditional offense and what it eroded to was pretty much iso ball and you had KD and Prime Curry, who were great enough to get you ahead, but you don't have Prime Curry anymore. You know what I'm saying? And you don't have a KD level dynamic. And Pool is good, but I look if Pool drops a 35 a game on us, I tip my cap, job well done. But I got to see it to believe it. You know what I'm saying? We,
1: you know we beat the Rockets before KD too.
2: But what I'm but what I'm saying is, <laughs> you talked about your your Curry's beloved fucking motion and. And timing and rhythm-based offense. What I'm saying is we're going to switch one through five, and we're going to disrupt that shit, and you're going to have to – you know, Curry's going to have to fucking beat Curry. And I don't think he
1: can hold up. Breaking news, the first NBA team to ever switch one through five against the Warriors at 2022 Dallas Mavericks.
2: No, well, but but we can do it well. It's not just about switching everything. Do you have the personnel and all you – do you have the
1: basketball IQ to do that well? We'll see. We, do. we do not look i will say this i think if we're talking strictly matchup based because of luca i would probably prefer to play the suns just because like it's like we talk about on this podcast a lot who puts the fear of god in you luca's luca and Giannis are the only two non-warriors left that do that um so obviously you don't want to play those, those guys but at the same time like, are they better than the Grizzlies? Sure. Is the difference like the three games that the Grizzlies aren't going to get? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. But I mean, hey, I hope y'all get there. Look,
2: Definitely. I always, I hope we see it. This podcast is going to be electric <laughs> if we get fucking Warriors and fucking Mavs. You know I what I'm saying? I
1: too. I mean, I think. Uh, look, I mean, I
0: hate when it. Dion does that bullshit. Like, I hope so too. I He's trying
2: so. to play that fake humble shit. And it's like, but really, it's because he knows what time it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're you right, bro. Imagine six. <laughs> 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 Yo, we're going to fucking cook y'all, man. You're right. We're going to fucking cook. I can't y'all. wait we to just, see it. We just got to get through fucking bum ass. Damn, so man. wait. Hold on. Y'all still got to get through a team? Bro, you played the bum ass <laughs> Grizzlies, bro. JV team, they're not
1: ready for the big time. You know I that said thing? that, and you told me I was crazy. No, I told you the Grizzlies stink. <laughs> nah, I'm... I said they're not ready for the big time. They're immature. I kind of think <sighs> y'all are like too, but we'll see. If y'all can, if y'all can win two of the next three, we'll see. I. But also, too, like to that point, I also think the Suns are extremely immature. Also. Jake Crowder.
2: Yeah, every time he hits a basket, it, it feels like someone kicks me in the nuts,
0: like it hurts. Beyond you like, so I... upset about that working out video.
1: Is Jake even on the floor? Right now? With the Phoenix Suns. Uh I'm no, I'm not, I that stuff is funny to me. Like, um, that's funny. Ja uh saying we're gonna have some fun to stuff. Like that, that's funny. Um the stuff that bothers me is like when you Club Gary Payton Jr. in the back of the head, or you uh, try to make it seem like Pool is something he isn't. That's where you lose me. But you know the working out video, bro. Like it's funny, it's cute, it's cute. Let's see, let's see how many times they work out in the Western Conference Finals.
0: Yeah, I was asking that because <laughs> you said that they're an immature team.
1: They are. Um, they're front runners. So are the Warriors,
0: though. Oh yeah.
2: Jamon talking all that shit, talking about this ain't the Timberwolves, this championship level. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, I y- won that game by the skin of your fucking teeth.
1: He was he was referring to Game Three with that comment. Either way, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. It could cross and,
2: over. The, uh, and and I mean,
1: he he was speaking facts, though. They got three rings. No, I mean, I do think I do think the biggest difference in this series is not anything the Grizzlies are doing; it's the response to the punch. I. Period. Does
2: Warriors are good enough to take advantage of the Grizzlies' major fatal fucking
1: flaws? What's that? I, what's that? What's what's their flaws that the Wolves didn't take advantage of? Uh is they, it they, didn't, they didn't attack Jaw on defense. And I then, promise you, if we look it up, Ja probably spent more possessions in ISO defense. Against
0: well, against I mean, than he is against. The well, World that Warriors. was that was a, a tricky question. No, heard that, Dion, because. The Timberwolves took advantage of every single flaw. They just
1: suck and couldn't maintain a lead. That's my point. Like that's all I'm saying. That's why I was like, yeah, that's that. That's not, that's well, not a fan. But that's my point. Like you can say, like I, I don't disagree with X. Um, I also don't disagree with Dream. But like you, you can say the Wolves didn't do this. I guess, but it's reality. It's like the Wolves did everything they could. But they can't absorb the punch the Warriors can. It's not the same team. It's really. It, like,
2: was, it was. It's not, not absorbed the punch. They, they fucking ran headfirst into a fucking wall. That's <laughs> what that was. So a lot of what happened in that series wasn't necessarily the Grizzlies taking it. It was the wolves just completely collapsing and crunch time making mental mistakes. D'Angelo Russell just fucking point shaving, cat taking ill, Ill- advised fucking threes. That's what I'm saying. like, but that's what I'm saying. So, like, it's like, yo, if you actually play smart basketball and attack the Grizzlies the way you did when you got but that, that's his, point but lead, that's his point, though. That's my it.
1: point. Like, it's not anything the Grizzlies are doing different. They're throwing the same fucking punches. The Grizzlies are a one-way team. They played the same way in the regular season as they are in so, the playoffs. So we're agreeing. You just no. Said, yes. no, because you're yes. trying to make it, you're trying to make it seem like the Warriors are like on the Wolves level, and now That's we're agreeing. A... But before you were no, like, don't do that. Enough. Don't do, now you're, nah, I... you're waving. Before the Grizzlies threw the same fucking punch at the Warriors as they did the Grizzlies. The Warriors just take it a little bit differently. You're a good enough.
2: Said. You're a good enough and disciplined
1: enough team to championship What the fuck basketball. you should be doing? Yeah, level championship level pedigree. Call that's it whatever what, you want. Yeah. That's what Draymond said. But that's, that's why. That's what Draymond said. Why I
0: said. That there was nothing wrong with what Draymond said. Yeah, that's what Draymond said. It's the messenger. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> <laughs> his little his little clips
2: after they lose, he don't he, his tone ain't as you know. What I'm saying it ain't as.
1: Enthusiastic. He's a little bit more. The humble. nigga records it thirty minutes after the game. Of course, he's not enthusiastic.
2: <laughs> well, oh, all right, but like you said, that's a this ain't the Hornets, front.
1: dog. We ain't happy we lost. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't the fucking Pacers. It's bro. weird. <laughs> I've, the Warriors are front runners, but they do have championship pedigree, which is We're weird. Front but they're both with balls. That's the difference. We're front runners with some balls, but we are front runners. Absolutely. But we got some balls. The Rockets had no balls. They were front runners. The Clippers had no balls. They're front runners, And the Grizzlies have no balls. They're also frontrunners. Yo, Deion, how did
0: you feel about the um broke the code tweets?
1: <laughs> by Ja or by the yeah. Warriors?
0: The, by Ja.
1: It's immature. That's why he deleted it. I just think it's immature. I, the whole thing surrounding J- Ja and Poole, I find extremely immature. If you want to sit up here and say the Warriors bitched and complained about what happened to Gary Payne Jr., I would agree. I think it's warranted. Um, I don't think there's a worse play that can be made in basketball than what Dylan Brooks did. Um, That's just my opinion. So I think it's levels to this. Yes, the Warriors bitch and complain, but I think it's warranted. Everything the Grizzlies are doing is immature. And they found themselves in a gunfight, and they had a fucking water pistol. And this was their way out. Also, too, I... (laughs) Bro, maybe this is my issue with the Grizzlies and their fans, the players, the coaching staff. Maybe this is my issue with everybody. 15 months of this shit, dog. You talk shit for 15 months and you finally get us in a seven-game series. You finally get to prove your point. And the moment going gets tough. This motherfucker was injured 10 minutes left in the third quarter. There's clips. He's grabbing his knee. He's limping everything. The moment the going gets tough, you feel a little pull. And all of a sudden you have your out, and you have your card to where you can just like get out of this shit, and you use it. That don't sit right with me. After fifteen fucking months, I think if any other team in the playoffs did this, I probably wouldn't feel the same way I feel. But if you want to talk shit for fifteen months and then you get hit one time and you get, wasn't, knocked out, but wasn't that
2: like, wasn't that the same knee that caused them to miss games earlier? Like yeah, it's the same I, knee. All right, so. I don't. I don't think it's. You want to say like he's ducking the smoke? I don't think it's that at all. I just think the motherfucker. And running, like, running up that chimney.
0: I'm not saying he like bro. I don't think.
1: Yeah, like I'm not saying the injury. Like I'm not saying he shouldn't play game three. Like or game four. If if they were like, yeah, he's out for game four. We're gonna reevaluate him, and he might play game five. Maybe. But like, bro, like you played another quarter. And he played pretty fucking good in that quarter. And then it's like. Yeah, all but of, in, the, like,
0: in all fairness, the adrenaline
1: wear off and all that shit. But he didn't come out the game. Story. I'm talking about after the game. I'm talking about when he came out be- after Poole grabbed it. I'm talking about the whole fucking thing. I think yeah, no, saw. I understand
0: that, but what I'm, saying, I'm not saying that Pool. I still don't believe that Poole is how he got hurt.
1: No, I don't think Poole's how he got hurt. I think Especially
0: you can't you can't tell me that that Poole got animanium hands and just like crushed his knee. No, and yeah. Bone bruise. But uh, I think
1: he felt it and knew that clip would go viral. And it's viral. I, I just think he knew it was over. But what I'm saying is that
0: he could have played hurt with all his adrenaline pumping and then after the game and the following day like all that shit is all that adrenaline been worn off and that pain done settled in. i
1: don't care about none of that's that that's possible if, i don't that's care about none of that if you told me jaw missed jaw could have came out with 10 minutes left in the third quarter after he tried to hit step or hit clay with a flying knee and said hey my knees hurt missed game four and five i'd be like cool man like That sucks. I wish nothing bad on anybody, and I hope he comes back. It's the manner in which this is going down. I don't care that he's missing games. I could honestly, like, care less about all of it. I wish he was playing personally. The series is infinitely times more fun with him on the court. Yesterday fucking sucked. That's one of the worst basketball games I've ever watched in my life, (laughs) let alone, like, recently. That game fucking sucked. It's missing Ja, but... The manner in which he's going behind it, he gets no – he has no sympathy for me. No sympathy for me. I mean, I wasn't offering my sympathies, but – No, I know. I'm just saying, like, the injury is not, not my problem. The injury is not my problem. Like, it, if his fucking knee has a bone bruise, so be it. They could have told us that Sunday night. They didn't need to tell us that Tuesday afternoon. I also think he could play tomorrow. That's I a conspiracy. I got to stop barking on people.
2: But it's just instead. But you know what? I you
0: know what? That's it for this episode of shit talking.
2: Of is, shit talking is a love language for New Yorkers, and I just want people to notice to know that, like, stop getting offended because we cutting your ass. Like, if anything, that means we fuck with you. If we don't joke with somebody, right. it's because we think they squares.
1: Public service announcement. <laughs>
2: so you should want me to joke on you. You know what I'm saying?
1: That's what I'm saying. Guy's a bitch. Taylor Jenkins is a bitch. That organization. Dylan Brooks is a bitch.
2: CP3 is a bitch. I hate Dylan Yo, Brooks. Devin Booker is a bitch. Bro. Yo, low-key. Real talk. We taking shit Real talk. Yo, right now. Real bitch. talk. Devin is a bitch. Real talk,
1: though. Real talk, though. Devin Booker yeah. is a bitch. And if you told me Dylan Brooks never played another basketball game in the NBA, I think that's warranted. Fuck it. Jay is a bitch. Yeah, Jay Fucker. Crowder's a bitch, but leave Book out of this. And Cam Johnson stinks. Aiden stinks. Yeah, this Yo, campaign is bank. a bitch.
0: Podcast.